You're listening to Mature Allure. Here, we chat about self-care, relationships, careers, and all the things living a mature life includes. I'm your host, Sherry O. Welcome. Well, Ramel Anderson, welcome yes. to Mature Allure. Thank you so much, Sherry. I'm How are so you? So happy to be here. I'm great. That's good. You? This is awesome having you here because... You are my bestest, bestest, bestest friend. I've known you yeah. forever. Forever and, I and a day. That you would be perfect, a perfect guest because you are now into Reiki. Now, here's the thing. I know zero about Reiki. Like <laughs> nothing. That's why you're here, number one. Number two. It's actually pronounced Reiki. Reiki. See what I'm saying? <laughs> This is what I'm talking about. Reiki. And the thing is, I think I was pronouncing it before. Reiki. And I don't know why. I don't know. Anyway. It's okay. It's all right. There's zero. Zero about it. So, but I thought it'd be good for you to come and talk about it and explain it. Not only that, you and I have known each other since middle school. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So this is a new career path for you, being a Reiki instructor. Yeah. So Mature Lore is all about that. You know, just get to a certain age, we change careers, we move into things that motivate us, move us, you know, all of that stuff. We're not slowing down. We're just enhancing the person that we've always been. So with that... I throw it to you to introduce yourself, and then we'll start talking about Reiki. <laughs> All right. Hey, everybody. Um, my name is Rumel Anderson. Um, I am, like Sherry said, we've been friends since the early 80s. Take us back, way back. Um, but I am a wife and a mother of three. I have my own um, notorial business here in Durham, North Carolina. And as Sherry said, I recently started being a Reiki practitioner and soon to be an instructor. So um, yeah, that's that's basically it. And I have a podcast called Girl Can I, um, Girl Can I Ask You Something? No, I know you didn't forget the name, but I know it was just like <laughs> I am like I for whatever reason I'm weirdly nervous. Like this is what I do. I podcast um for the last four years and now That's I'm the like, thing. And what? I don't. I don't and I don't understand. That's why I have you here. Stop being nervous, Ramel. <laughs> <laughs> like, why am I nervous? I don't anyway. know. But um let's just get started. Let's talk okay. about Reiki. Reiki. Reiki yes. Uh, okay. Before the end of this, hopefully I'll know exactly how to say it right. It's okay. It's all right. So what is it and how does it work? Okay. So Reiki is a, was developed, I guess, by the Japanese. Okay. So it's a Japanese healing, energy healing art, if you will. Okay. And what it means is it if you break the word Reiki into two parts, the Rei means universal life force and the key means the life energy 
Okay. And when you put those together, you end up with talking about the universal life energy like that flows within yourself. Okay. And um, so practically what it means is you have a practitioner who will um, use Reiki, use this universal life energy to help balance the energy that's in your body, help um, alleviate stress and, um, help you just promote healing because like when you're less stressed, you heal better. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So when you say universal energy, I guess I'm trying to mm-hmm. understand that. Can you, is sure. there a way to explain it a little more? Yeah. Um, I use the word universe because Reiki doesn't belong to a religion, okay? So for you, universal life force might be God, right? But for mm-hmm. somebody else who is maybe um, belongs to, is a um, Muslim, they might think of the universal life force as Allah. So we don't have, you don't own, no religion owns who the universe is to them, right? That God force, um, for them. And so when we use me in particular, when I use universe, I'm speaking to the higher, um, the higher, uh, form that that person believes in. Okay. 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 So you, you said you're a practitioner right now, moving into being an instructor. Mm -hmm. So what does a practitioner mean? I mean, like, what does that mean? You're just practicing it. Well, what happens is I can actually, like, you could come and see me and I would actually have you lay down on the um, a table and we would actually um, have a session with you and do Reiki on you. So that makes me the practitioner. I am able to practice Reiki on you. Um, and so, and then the instructor is another level of um learning reiki because then you also have to be able to teach reiki to um other people. So, what are the basic principles of reiki? Okay. So, um I the one thing I really love about reiki is that they have some like tenets if you will, some principles that we live by and um they're a great thing for anybody to kind of say or whatever. But um, the first one is just for today, I will not anger. Just for today, I will not worry. Just for today, I will be grateful. Just for today, I will honor my mother and my father. Just for today, I will do my work honestly and uh, make an honest living. And lastly, just for today, I will be kind to every living thing. Okay. So, and people have different variations of those things, but, um, that's, that's the mantras, if you will, that we, that we live by, um, when we do Reiki. So is it something that you think about and repeat like during meditation, like in the morning, in the evening, or is it throughout the day? I think it's going to, it's going to be depending on the person, right? Some Mm -hmm. people I think just wake up and they wake up with that, with those uh, mantras and people individualize those things for them because, um, like with the mother and father thing, honoring mother and father, 
we know that can be tricky, right? Yeah. So some people change that, but um, you can do it during meditation. You can't just wake up and as part of your morning prayers or your morning intentions, actually say those things. I actually find it really helpful um, to remind myself of these things um, whenever necessary. Like when I get angry, it's really good <laughs> to be like, just for today, I will not get angry, you know? And so wow. I, I have literally pulled it out of my pocket to not, I mean, not my literal pocket, but I've really yeah. pulled it out to use it to help me um, actually sometimes pinpoint, well, why are you getting angry? Like, why yeah. are you really angry? And are you angry at somebody else? Or are you really angry at you because you did something that allowed for this situation to be mm -hmm. in your space, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. So, mm -hmm. um, and being grateful, you know, absolutely. Rem remembering to be grateful for our situation all the time. And sometimes we get all caught up in our day. And so those things are good to use during the day too. So to answer your question, anytime is good. <laughs> uh, I, lo I love the just for today part. Because that way it's, it's not that there's so much of commitment, you know, it's not like I will never get angry again. And then tomorrow <laughs> it's a wrap. <laughs> it's, it's like food. It's like, oh, I'm going on this mega diet. And then the next day, Burger King three for three meals. You know what I mean? Exactly. It is less of a commitment and you, it feels like you can take it on every day. Like I'm going to really work on this and, um, I, th I find it helpful. I'm a better yeah. person when I actually do it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I could see that. I could see that. So why Reiki? And I ask this okay. as far as far as like, what inspired you to get involved or start doing okay. Reiki? So this is, okay. This is a little bit of a story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Girl, tell your truth. <laughs> your truth. I fell into Reiki to start off with. Okay. So back when my husband and I lived in Boston and you know, that was a long time ago. Yeah, okay. That was a really long time ago. Really long time ago. Um, I, back when Jimmy and I were going, that's my husband, we're going to buy shoes, buy him shoes. And this was back when they actually had people who would actually put shoes on your feet, you know, to help you try on shoes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a long time ago. Like right? Al Bundy. What's yeah. That? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Married with children. That's right. That's right. So, but he, he says to my husband, oh, your chakras are blocked. And we're like, we don't know any, we have no clue what any of this means. And he was like, yeah, I'm a Reiki master. Um, you know, do you mind if I do some Reiki on you? And Jim and I are like, okay. <laughs> like, we don't know what he's talking about. And so he did some, he did some stuff. We didn't actually feel anything. Right. Um, which was fine. Actually part of Reiki, some people feel stuff, some people don't. Yeah. Um, but then, um, so that was my first exposure even to the word, right. I had never heard of it before. Exactly. I get that part. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, then a few years later I had trouble with my back and I went to a massage therapist and she was doing massaging and she mm -hmm. stopped and all of a sudden I felt this radiation of heat in my lower back. And I don't know why I said, I turned to her and I said, are you doing Reiki on my back? 
Now, mind you, I had never heard, like, had experienced it truly. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yes, I am. And I was like, oh. And so she explained to me, like, I feel some blockages back here. And so I thought I'd do the Reiki on it. And um, truthfully, honestly, you shouldn't practice Reiki on anybody without their permission. Like she shouldn't mm, have done that, but yeah, she shouldn't have really done that. But in a way, I'm glad she did because I probably wouldn't have been as open to it as I was when it, um, mm. I got an opportunity. Um, but recently, back in 2019, just before the pandemic, I was meditating and stuff, and I just kept hearing about Reiki and hearing about Reiki. And then I was on Instagram and, uh, a Reiki class comes through and it was for Durham. And I said, you know what? I'm going to take it. And so in January of 2020, I just took it with no expectations as to what was going to happen. And I just really, I just really loved, I really loved it. um, So when you said she was doing it on your back, what exactly was she doing? She was, okay. So Reiki, you actually can move energy. Like we have these energy centers that people refer to as chakras. You might have seen Mm. people who have um, different colored stones and uh, you go purple down to red, right? All the way down your body. And these centers sometimes become blocked. Like we flow energy through us all day long. That's all we do is we move this energy through, but sometimes if we have different issues in our lives, we can have a blockage that forms. And Mm -hmm. just like any dam, when you have a blockage, something, um, it usually causes you some kind of problems or issues somewhere else in your body. Yeah. And so that's what she was sensing. And so with her, by her putting her hands over my back, she was actually using this Reiki energy to feel and move that energy to relieve, to help relieve some of the um, blockages that I was having in my back, that energy. Wow. So it was, it was really helpful, but I, it was at least, it was at least a 15, no, it was long. It was like at least a 15 year span between that and my first exposure to doing Reiki altogether. Wow. So I think you've touched on it a little bit, Mm -hmm. but the benefits, can you go into a little bit more like the benefits of Reiki? Sure. Um, Reiki is one, is a very flexible um, healing tool. Okay. Because it can be used right alongside with your doctors. Um, you know, if you're seeing a doctor for something like cancer or whatever, we, we don't want to encourage people to use Reiki to heal cancer. We want to work with your doctors to help you be more relaxed, to help keep those energy centers, um, flowing and so that you can actually heal better with the methods that your doctor is using. Right. Mm -hmm. But it can help you reduce stress. Um, a lot of times, um, Reiki can help you identify things that you're stuck, that you feel stuck 
in, just like those blockages, they they might you might feel stuck about your finances mm-hmm. or about a relationship, or you might have um, a situation where you're caring for people, but you're not caring for yourself. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times within using Reiki, uh, the Reiki practitioner can usually sense that. And a lot of times we just put a light on that. We help to move that energy. But we, if I can say to you, Sherry, I see you are taking care of everybody around you, but you're not taking care of yourself. And I need you to make more time for yourself. Then it's an opportunity for you to do more things that will make you feel better and be more healthy within your own body. Oh, okay. Okay. So then let's say Ramel, I come to you. Uh I'm like, right, Ramel, I want some Reiki done. Yeah. (laughs) Like what what happens? Yeah. Yeah. What does it look like? What happens? Okay. So what you would do is you would, um, you would come in, we put you down on a table, make sure you're nice and comfy. Um, and, uh, we would, uh, I usually say like a prayer, a prayer of intention because my only intention in doing Reiki is to help people. Right. And Mm -hmm. so I like to center myself and focus on the person that I'm working with. And I want them to get the healing that they need, whatever that is for that person. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then I start from the top. There are different hand positions. I can't, mm, hand positions that you would use, (laughs) you know, on the person um, to actually help. Um, move the flow of energy through their body. So it usually takes anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes to go from top to bottom. So you wouldn't just do it like this. It would be like a few minutes here, um, a Mm -hmm. few minutes here, and you go through the body. Um, As the practitioner goes through your body, like you as someone who is receiving the Reiki, um, you might feel absolutely nothing. You might feel warm. You might feel a little bit of cold. You might see like colors. You might feel a little vibration. Um, mm-hmm. You might um, you might feel emotional. You might actually cry. You might cough. I mean, there's the the gamut is there as to how your body will react to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. What I like to say to people is just, it's okay. No matter what it is, whether you feel absolutely nothing, or if you get the gamut of crying and feeling all the things in your body, um, it's okay. You know, you just, you just kind of let it go. So then when you're doing this, is it complete silence or you're actually, you're saying things while you're going from top to bottom or is there mu- like music or how does it? Um, you can put on music. Um, it depends. Like if you were like, I don't want any music, then no music, but you can put on music. Um, some people like, um, essential oil, like to use essential oils. Um, some people actually like to use sound within like, um, tuning forks 
on different parts oh, of the body okay. and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's, there's a wide range of um, things that you can do with while you're in the session. So it's hard for me to say exactly, but basically it's that movement from top all the way the, to the bottom, the soles of your feet. Um, some practitioners also will have you flip over and they'll do a few um, in the world. My dog is right here and he's like, I'm scratching. scratching. I'm like, what is he doing? I hear him. (laughs) He's so silly. Okay. So (laughs) yeah, but so some, some people might have you flip over so that they can actually work on the backside of you for a little bit too. So, Mm -hmm. um, and then we would sit down and we would talk like, so what came, what did I receive? What did you receive? Sometimes you will actually um, feel or sense something while you were um, receiving the Reiki. And it just gives us an opportunity to kind of um, break down or me to give you some suggestions of things that you can do to help support um, the healing that you want out of the session. Well, I know you mentioned earlier about how you got the, you felt like the person was practicing Reiki on you. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the, I guess, examples of the power of Reiki? Like to me, for you to really kind of know or Mm -hmm. think that that's what she was doing, there had to be some kind of essence of Reiki. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is What's the power of it type thing? Examples of it. The... I, okay, so I'm not even sure how to exactly answer this question, but you actually, some people can actually feel the energy moving through your body. Um, but I think the power in Reiki is that we connect, we connect as two people and, mm, okay, you know, and, and, we actually act as mirrors. Like actually I act as a mirror to you to help you in your healing oh, in a way. Okay. I don't okay. know if that makes sense to you, but that's the way I want to think about it is that I help you see the things that um, either can help you move past where you are right in that moment. A form of reflecting what's actually what the issues may be within that yeah. person. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um so what are three to five ailments? I know you mentioned stress. You mentioned a few earlier, but just kind of mm-hmm. a reminder of what a few of the ailments that Reiki could be really powerful for. Um like if you have like a lot of like back pain, that can it can be helpful. Um some people just have um they have like ongoing ailments mm-hmm. that like, like cancer or say lupus or something like that, that really causes a lot of internal stress. They're taking mm-hmm. a lot of different medications and things like that. This Reiki is wonderful for this. Um, actually, some hospitals are actually now incorporating Reiki into their oh. own um facilities um i i can't remember the hospital so i'm i won't name one but mm-hmm. um i know of one in particular that allows reiki practitioners to actually reiki masters to actually be in 
the surgery arena to send Reiki while the surgeons are performing very serious um, surgeries because it has been shown so far that it is helpful to the overall recovery of the person who is being um, worked on, who is receiving the surgery. And actually it's so funny because I was looking up something about Reiki recently and um, Duke, one of our biggest uh, hospitals here in this area, um, they are now offering Reiki classes. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like, it is not something that's done behind closed doors. This is something that is really coming to the forefront and people are being exposed to it because I think even beyond anecdotally, it is um, really being shown to be helpful. Mm -hmm. I could see that. I could see that. It's almost um, like you were saying when you were saying the principles before, I can Mm -hmm. see it being meditative. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And to take that person, they say it helps with the healing afterwards mm-hmm. where you're mentally not calm, but in a good mental state to heal. Yeah. yeah. So to speak. Yeah. Um, so you will be an instructor soon, but I know yeah. you have a class. Com- you do have a class coming up. I do have a class scheduled. I do. I'm excited. Yes. I, that sounds exciting. So yeah. like, tell us a little bit about, like the class, not necessarily everything that what you'll be doing, mm-hmm. but how if somebody's interested in participating in your Reiki class, like how they would go about doing that, what they need to do okay. to contact you, that Wonderful. sort of thing. Okay. Well, I'll just tell you a little bit about like the three, there's three different levels of Reiki. Okay. Um, first of all, I should say there are many flavors of Reiki. There's Usui, there's... And, Usui, and then beyond that, there are different, uh, it's kind of like church, right? Like um, Catholic, Christians, Catholics, um, Baptists, Methodists, all that kind of stuff. So everybody has their flavor. Huh? Seventh-day Adventist. That's right. Seventh-day Adventist. We all have our flavor, right? Yeah. And um, so there are lots of flavors of Reiki out there. I should say that. But in general, you have three different levels. Um, one, the first level is you learn the history of Reiki. You learn all the hand positions of Reiki for yourself. Um, you learn how to use your intu- intuition to help um, your clients or yourself um, mm-hmm. get information. You learn about the chakras and... Um, And we also learn the hand positions to do on other people. At a Reiki level one, you're only going to do those things on yourself, on your friends, on your family. You're not going to charge people for this, okay? You're Mm -hmm. not, uh, well, you probably could charge other people, but you would have to do it in person, okay? Mm -hmm. You'd have Mm -hmm. to do it in person. Once you get to Reiki level two, you actually learn the business of Reiki, which is, that's why I was saying Reiki two, you do the, uh, you could actually start a business, which is what I have done. Mm -hmm. And um, you can also do Reiki through distance. Okay. So we don't live near each other anymore, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I could actually do a Reiki session on you through the way, uh, through 
actually just by in, in making the intention and doing it, um, mm, even okay. though we're not in the same space. But you don't learn how to do that until um, the second level. Um, and then at the third level, you learn how to um, teach a class and um, give attunements. And attunements are the things that align you to this universal energy. I, I will say every single one of us has this energy within us already. Okay. I believe that. I absolutely yeah. believe that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause everybody knows their grandma lay, who lays hands, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's, <laughs> or their auntie or, you know, somebody yeah. who's yeah. known for laying hands. I mean, that's, it's essentially the same thing. Um, but what we're doing is we're, it's kind of like if you, um, there's an analogy of like a faucet, right? Mm -hmm. So we have that energy, but we are maybe not so in tune to it. And so we might have like a drip, right? Yeah. Once you go through Reiki one and you get your first attunement, that rake, that flow is turned up to more of a, a steady drizzle. Right. Mm -hmm. Once you go mm -hmm. through a Reiki two, it becomes like a good flow. And once you get to Reiki three, it becomes this more substantial rush of water. And okay. so that's the way I like to think of it. Um, and so th that that's the th those are the levels. I will be teaching one and two come May, and then I'll also be doing it probably quarterly from then on. Um, if anybody would like to learn Reiki one and two with me, then they can reach me um, through my email at info at led, L-E-D, by lovehealing.com. Okay. Led by love healing. So info at led by love healing.com. Yeah. That's oh, I like that. Led by love. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so my next question is this. Mm -hmm. You basically kind of just gave an overview of what the steps are in the types of classes. Because I was yeah. going to ask if someone was interested in learning how to do Reiki, mm -hmm. like what would they need to do? You really kind of just mm -hmm. went over that. Yeah. But do you have any anything else you could add? Like, um, I don't know, anything else you could add to that? Um, I would just say be open because you're probably, you'll probably be exposed to things that you just never even thought about. And we are powerful people. We are powerful and we don't necessarily tap into our own power of healing that we have mm -hmm. within ourselves. And so I love Reiki because it allowed me to tap into, allowed me to recognize that I had that power within me. I didn't I didn't really think about before I love that because again bringing it back to mature allure that's our whole thing tap into it tap into tap your in. mature to allure it's your whole thing it's it. <laughs> you. you're welcome Just oh and I will I will say this yes tap into it but you also if you're interested in helping other people it is a wonderful modality uh, where you don't have to be a doctor or whatever, because you're not going to harm anybody. You're never going to, mm -hmm. you're never going to be doing things. You can't prescribe stuff. You can't do any of that. But if you're interested in giving of yourself to other people, 
in a way, this is a wonderful, wonderful um, thing to look into. I would oh. say definitely look into it. Wow. Well, thanks, Ramel, for giving us the, I guess, all the info that we need to know about Reiki. <laughs> now, on another note. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Let's talk about, real quick, your podcast. Yay. Fill us real in. Quick. Yeah. So, um the podcast is the girl. Can I ask you something podcast? Now that's girl with three R's because I, we just had to be different. So it's uh, a <laughs> <laughs> like a girl. girl. I know. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so, but what it is, is it's, it's me and my friend Twanda Baker, who is here in the Raleigh area. I'm in Durham. And, um, it's a girlfriend conversation every week. And we talk about all the things that um, girlfriends talk about. Sometimes we talk about our husbands. Sometimes we talk about our careers. And sometimes we just talk about the things that are interesting to us. Like, mm-hmm. what are we into? Like, we've had this whole conversation of rediscovering ourselves because you hit a certain age and you go like, what do I even like to do? Exactly. Like, what do I want to do? now? Like, yeah. Like what what now like what do I even like anymore? Yeah. Because yeah. things change, you know? Mm-hmm. Um so it's just a fun conversation. We enjoy doing it. We've been doing it. This is our fourth se- fourth year of doing it. So Congratulations on yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, so and if you want to check us out, you can find us at Girl Podcast. G I R R R L podcast.com. Awesome. <laughs> well, Ramel, as I like to call you Rommel. Rommel. I'm, so, <laughs> I'm so glad that you stopped through. You talked to me. You are here at Mature Lure talking to us about Reiki. And I mean, actually, you've given me great insight into it. I, I just, I knew nothing. I Googled, but still, I was just like, okay. Like, what is <laughs> but, this? Yeah, you know, yeah. but I'm going to talk to my friend anyway. So, yeah. yeah. Um, Thank you. This is wonderful. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having Absolutely. me. This is so cool. Yeah. And you're going to have to come back and we're just going to have to find something else to chat about. I don't know. We'll do, do that. that. Okay. We'll do. Thanks for listening to this episode of Mature Allure. For more information about us, visit matureallure.net and get social with us on Instagram and YouTube at mature.allure, Facebook at for mature allure and Twitter at mature underscore allure. Till next time, we encourage you to stay positive, embrace who you are at every stage of your life, and always tap into your mature allure. It's my time.